This is WTMJ Family Christmas. Here's your host, Jeff Wagner. This is Jeff Wagner. Merry Christmas and welcome to the 2019 Jeff Wagner Family and Friends Christmas Show. Over the course of the next hour, you're going to hear interviews with my wife, my best friend, my brother, my producer, Gru. It's going to be a great time. But we start off by replaying something that I've gotten a lot of feedback about. At our holiday radio show, I debuted Wagner's 12 Rules of Christmas. Here they are, as presented to the audience on the night of the holiday radio show. Enjoy. Good evening, everybody. Now, over the last 22 years at WTMJ, I've developed, with your help, several rules of life that I've had the opportunity to share. Some of these rules include Wagner's Rule of Life number four, Nothing good happens outside a strip club at 2 a.m. <laughs> Wagner's rule of life number seven. If a buddy says, hold my beer and watch this, run the other way. <laughs> and of course, the mantra for my daily radio show, Wagner's rule of life number one, life is tough, get a helmet. Now, in that spirit, for our fifth annual holiday radio show, I now want to offer you a special Wagner's 12 Rules of Christmas. Christmas rule number one, not to hurt anybody's feelings, but the one thing that Republicans and Democrats and liberals and conservatives and moderates can all agree on is that nobody likes fruitcake, so don't give it as a gift. There you go. And we have visual aids out there as well. Wagner's Christmas rule number two. Try your best to be less lit on Christmas Day than your Christmas tree. And yes, Governor Tony Evers, it is a Christmas tree. Wagner's rule of life number three. If you're looking for a quiet, peaceful place to be alone and contemplate the holiday season, a place to get away from all the holiday hustle and bustle, I have a two-word solution. The hop. Wagner's rule of Christmas number four, and this comes from the Wagner family. If you're giving a joke box of fortune cookies to your children for a gift, you might want to read the outside of the box and rethink your choice if it says (laughs) R-rated. My mom, who passed away at the age of 80 about 10 years ago, got us for Christmas a joke thing of fortune cookies, If I had been able to go my entire life without saying the word penis in front of my mother, I would have been happy. Not when she made me read the fortune cookie. (laughs) Wagner's... Wagner's rule of Christmas number five. If you ask your new daughter-in-law whether you should invite her Uncle Frank and her Aunt Helen to Christmas dinner, and she says they can't be in the same room at the same time because of the restraining order, 
don't ask follow-up questions. <laughs> Wagner's Christmas rule number six. At Christmas dinner, when Aunt Sarah says Trump sucks and Uncle Bob says Pelosi is a commie, the only proper response is, please pass the stuffing. <laughs> okay, this is for all you gentlemen in the room. Wagner's Christmas rule number seven. If your wife says, honey, we have everything we need. Let's not exchange gifts this year. Take it from me. Jewelry always works. <laughs> that laugh you heard was my wife, Fran, in the middle there. Wagner's rule of Christmas number eight. Just because the casino is open on Christmas Eve doesn't mean you should go there. <laughs> Wagner's rule of Christmas number nine. Look, I know, I know there's 40 new Christmas movies on the Hallmark Channel this year, but trust me, you don't have to watch them all back to back. This is what's going to happen. Boy and girl are going to get together. They're going to go to the small town. The coffee shop is going to stay open. The hardware store is going to stay open. The bed and breakfast is going to stay open. The Christmas tree farm is going to be open. It's not going to be taken over by the big corporation. They all end the same way. You don't need to watch all 40 of them. <laughs> Sweetheart, are you listening to that? <laughs> Christmas rule number 10. When you go to the Christmas Eve pageant at church, don't boo the kids, don't boo the choir, they're not the Packers, and you don't want to be explaining yourself to St. Peter somewhere down the line. <laughs> Christmas rule number 11. When in doubt about a gift, trust me, wild turkey bourbon beats the heck out of a Chia pet every time. And Wagner's rule of Christmas number 12, never forget Jesus is the real reason for the season. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, sincerely, on behalf of the entire Wagner family, me, Fran, and Sasha, we wish you a very Merry Christmas. God bless you all. Thank you for coming. Welcome back to the Jeff Wagner Christmas Show. One of the people that I've been meaning to interview on the Christmas Show for years, but I have been negligent in failing to do so, well, is my very, very close and dear friend, Evan Johnson. You hear me talk about Brewers games a lot, and I talk about the guy that I've gone with through the games. Well, well, that's Evan. So this year, we've decided to rectify, well, years of, again, not including you. Evan Johnson joins us for the first time. Hello. Merry Christmas. Well, thank you. It's, it's a privilege to be here. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you as well, sir. We go back a long time. You, um, we first met when you were a junior at Nicolet High School, and mm -hmm. I was a freshman, and you were one of the few upperclassmen who was nice to me and, and didn't just didn't beat me up and stick me in a locker or anything like that back at school. Well, no, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have thought about doing that. And <laughs> I, I remember we actually, we met in Ron Ernst's debate class. You right. were in debate class as a uh, freshman, and I was in as a Junior and Ron Ernst had been my debate coach for two years and became yours. And uh, 
and we became friends and we became debate partners the uh, the next year. Yeah, I mean, and actually for as close as we've been over the years, we were only partners for a year because you graduated, ended up going to William & Mary undergraduate in, in for your undergraduate degree in, uh, in Williamsburg and then on to Duke Law School. You're a Dukie. Yeah, I'm a Dukie. I know. It's a controversial term, but, you know, <laughs> what can I say? But, well, I was there when they hired Coach K to be the basketball coach, so that shows how far I go back. And, you know, I don't think Duke was vilified in those days, but uh, we never thought that Coach K would be so, so successful that he would make enemies because of success. But, uh, you know, I've had a lot of fun watching a lot of games. Now, you grew up in, in Fox Point, and, and now you, you live in Fox Point, not really that far from you know, where you did before. When, when you think back on your Christmas growing up, and you have an older brother, Kyle, um, any particular Christmas memories that jump out? Yeah, I think mostly how hard my mom worked, you know, and uh, Christmas cookies, like lots of moms. Uh, she would make close to 20 varieties and work incredibly hard and decorate them. And I remember my favorite gingerbread and sugar cookies and pecan fingers and spritz cookies. Um, they've worked very hard buying a tree. It usually didn't go up till maybe Christmas Eve or shortly before. But uh, my parents were fussy and frugal, so they would shop a lot to get just the right tree and not pay too much. I, I remember, you know, like $2 trees one year or something. But, uh, you know, and then it would go outside in a bucket until they brought it in, uh, usually on, I think, on Christmas Eve or, or the day before that. Well, you, you've <clears throat> continued that that Christmas Eve trend, right? Because your your Christmas tree isn't isn't going up until Christmas Eve, correct? That's right. And that and that was my wife Susan's family tradition. Um uh, and interestingly, her, her father was born on Christmas Eve, and she was born on Christmas Day. I'm surprised her father wanted to do all that work on <laughs> his birthday, but he did. And so this was one time where family traditions merged right. nicely, and we, we usually put it up on Christmas Eve and decorate it that day and, and keep it up long afterward. Right. Now, interestingly, you, you have two grown sons, one who lives— with you in Milwaukee, that would be Dean, and your son Bart, who's a very, very successful IT kind of guy in, in, uh, on the East Coast. Yeah, Bart does a lot of film production work on the East Coast, and unfortunately, he just had a fire in his house, uh, which he's de- dealing with the effects of, uh, and we're hoping he hasn't damaged too much of his equipment, but he, uh, he's lived out there his whole life now, uh, and, and likes it very much, and Dean is here, and he likes Milwaukee. He works for L.L. Bean, enjoys L.L. Bean, but he he wants to go back to the East Coast eventually because that's what he knows where his friends are. Right, right. And, of course, I mean, you you end up on the radio program a lot of times because you and I, we we have a 20-game season ticket package to the Brewers, and we end up going to most of those games together, and um, and you're also we we end up watching Packers games together. So you, despite the fact that you spent a good portion of your life on the East Coast, you remain a diehard you know Brewers and Packers fan. Oh, absolutely! I I always have been, and it wasn't always easy. <laughs> he, even I know it wasn't easy for people here, and it sure wasn't easy for me on the East Coast. You know, I was there when the Redskins were winning all the time, and uh, my older son is named Bart after Bart Starr. But I I lost Bart as I couldn't make him a Packers fan. He's a Redskins fan. Um, Dean has been loyal to the Packers 
And but, to but, me, the Packers are a big part of the holidays. So, you know, when I was a kid, it was during the Lombardi years. And so you, usually they were in the playoffs. So you, you had that ex- expectation. The championship game was after Christmas. That, that, to me, made for better holidays. And then even though I was in the East Coast, when the Packers got good again in the 90s, they were usually in the playoffs. To me, that makes for better holidays. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Hey, I can't believe I have not had you on sooner. Will you come back next year, do a segment on the program? I'd be happy to. I I would just say, you know, sometimes Jeff mentions my name, but sometimes he talks about a nameless friend who does weird things. I would just say that's not always me. (laughs) 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 Maybe once or twice. One of those things might be, but it's not always me. Well, see, that's the rule on the program, that if you're a a friend of mine, if you're part of my life, well, like like anything can, you know, you got to recognize those stories are going to be told. Sometimes they're semi-true stories, and sometimes the names are changed to protect the innocent or the guilty. Yeah, and sometimes the facts are... uh, Embellished a bit. Yeah, well, it, like I say, semi-true stories, you know, believe them or not. Uh, I, I make up a few things, and there's some parts I forget. Merry Christmas, Merry Evan. Merry Christmas, Jeff. Welcome back to our Jeff Wagner Holiday Christmas Show featuring people important or part of the Wagner family. One of the regular features of our annual program is my brother Scott, my significantly younger brother Scott, who joins me once again for his segment on the Christmas show. Hello. Hey, I I noticed it was either people who were important or Part of the Wagner family. Was, there was no, there was no, and there. So, I, okay, I, I, well, we're off to I a stand. great start. First of all, Merry Christmas, Scotty. Merry Christmas to you. Okay, let's talk about the, you know, events of the last year and stuff, including, um, you know, where where my niece and nephew are. They're a big part of the program, and Sydney's um, going to be. Gosh, she's a junior already in college. She's going to be twenty-one in January. We're going to Vegas to celebrate, of course. Where else would you take your 21-year-old goddaughter other than to Vegas, huh? Well, I've been promising her since she was seven. So uh, she's, it's when I taught her how to count cards and blackjack. So now she's ready to go. Uh, and she is actually coming in tomorrow night or early Wednesday morning at about one in the morning. Uh, her, she has her last exam and uh, will be back in town for the holidays. It'll be great. Uh, Alex is busy uh, playing for his ele- middle school basketball team. He has uh, the Wagner athletic genes, so what he's decided is he's going to stand outside the arc and shoot threes. Uh, <laughs> Without having to run too much, huh? Well, he's really good at it. They call him Waggy P, and apparently he is wet, which means he splashes a lot, I think. I don't know. Oh, it might it? mean something else. When I was younger, <laughs> right. it meant something different, but he assures me it's a good thing. Exactly. Well, also, and he's been involved in, in youth soccer, and to that same point, you, you've got him. He's actually quite a good goalkeeper, so um, he doesn't have to run that much. <laughs> Well, he, he could, he would tell you, if he chose to. But, no, he, he's actually an extremely uh, talented keeper. He's very uh, aggressive, and uh, which is fun to watch. But, yes, he, he does point out that he doesn't have to run that much. But For people who, who do not know, every once in a while somebody will say, what exactly is it that your brother does? And I, I say, well, he's actually a very successful lawyer in town, even though he was a broadcast journalism major, and I tried to talk him out of that, <laughs> that profession. I'm always reluctant to tell people what I do, particularly those that control pain management, because when they find out you're an attorney, they frequently, you know, sort of put the screws to you. But it is true. I I am uh, doing commercial litigation because I had no marketable skills and uh, really any kind of civil trial work here in town. Got it. And you've been doing that for quite a while now. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I've coming up my 30th year in practice which is amazing to think I'm really that old. Okay, let's talk about some of the Christmas traditions that, you know, you've started with your family, with uh, your, my niece and nephew. Well, uh, the, the main tradition for them is to get their gifts as early as possible and not <laughs> ever wait till Christmas morning, which Alex has succeeded in again this year. 
but really, it, it's just a matter of being together, and, and we're so fortunate now to uh, you know be able to hang out with you and Fran and uh, your new family, which is our new family, and that's been some great uh, couple of years. The old-fashioned party before Thanksgiving was particularly memorable. Yes, my my step daughter and son-in-law, they have, they have what they call the old-fashioned Thanksgiving, which is the night before Thanksgiving. They have people over for a party where um, they make old fashions, and but they also let you drink straight bourbon if you want as well. They were very kind about that. And, you know, Jenny and Amy are, you know, my favorite nieces, and I, <laughs> I feel like I wasn't a part of their lives in their, in their growing years, so I really feel obligated to try and make a contribution now. See, you've always held it against me that I never had children myself, so you, you never got to be that, that uncle. So now that I have two stepdaughters, you become Uncle Scott. Well, there was the issue about how bad you would spoil my children, and there was no way I could get revenge. <laughs> the, uh, you know, the drum set or whatever it would be, and the, uh, but, uh, but now I have a chance if I can really you know, if I can stick it to you through by being really nice to Amy and uh, and Jenny, <laughs> that'll fix you. To to that end, we took them. It was uh, my two stepdaughters, um, Jenny and Amy. Um, Amy had a zero year birthday this year, so we and you came along as well. We all went to Las Vegas to see Jimmy Buffett in October. That was an excellent time. I, I think it was Amy's first time at Buffett. First time in Vegas. First time in Vegas too, and and uh, and Jenny, of course, is an experienced parent head over the years. But it was it was a wonderful trip. It was great getting to know them even better, uh, and teach them all about Las Vegas. Well, you know, Scotty, there's lots of there's lots of Christmas memories over the years, and um, I I mean I miss mom and dad a lot. Uh, they both dad's been gone five years now, mom ten. Um, so we miss them, and it, it's been interesting to watch your kids grow up and just. <laughs> <laughs> interesting isn't the word you'd use. I wasn't sure which story you were going for there, but just in a general sense, it's been very interesting to watch them grow up. I, I couldn't be prouder of either one of them. Uh, Sydney is going to be spending a semester in Madrid next, uh, her, her fall semester of next year. So proud of her. I mean, she went to San Diego basically alone, uh, was in Thailand volunteering basically alone, uh, and has now gone on this next adventure to Madrid. And I, I she's everything I could ever have imagined in her, and I'm so proud of her. And just her her willingness and her ability to go out on her own and do what she wants to do is is it's awe it's um, amazing to me I'm, I'm very proud of her and and Alex is he's uh, somehow he got the funny gene I don't know where it came from <laughs> the funny haha gene yeah the yeah. funny haha gene right not the not the other one that I have and is such a smart and bright kid and uh, I, I couldn't be prouder of him either so I, I definitely hit the jackpot when I came well to kids thanks for coming in thanks for. Um, letting me use you as source material during the course of the year from time to time. Absolutely. And just to add on to that thought, I hit the jackpot when I came to Brothers 2. I'm very appreciative of, uh, of you this year and every year, and I, I know how lucky I am to have such a good brother. Merry Christmas, Scotty. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Welcome back to the Jeff Wagner Holiday Show on WTMJ. We've been speaking this morning with people from my life, my brother, my wife, my very best friend, about their Christmas traditions and and Christmas currently and how we celebrate it. Well, there's no way we could allow the Christmas season to end without talking about the guy who makes the magic happen with me on the radio every day, five days a week, 52 weeks out of the year, except when either one of the two of us is on vacation. My producer, I call him Gru, but his real name is Kyle. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Jeff. Thanks for having me. You have had a very momentous year this year. There's big changes going on in the Gru family. Uh, yeah, I got engaged about, well, as of this recording, about a month ago in November. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, Kaylee and I had been together for about three years, and now we're planning a wedding for some for next year, next year in the fall. Yeah, I, n- I noticed you were scheduling it or thinking about scheduling it for times that I'm going to be out of the country. So, <laughs> well, unknowingly, <laughs> originally, in fact, it was it was pretty crazy because the second you you get engaged, well, number one, I guess I can sort of start with this. We were hiking. We went on a two mile hike, and that's where I proposed on this sort of overlook on a mountain. And um, the second we had that long walk back, it was like we have all this time to start talking about it right now. We knew within maybe a half hour of us walking down when we were going to do it, possibly where. It all happened very, very quickly. And now we're the dominoes are falling. Things are starting to be put into place. So it's been fun. Okay. So obviously Christmas 2020 will look different than Christmas 2019. But uh, what does this Christmas look like for you? And again, we're recording this about 10 days before Christmas Day itself. Yeah. So on... Well, today, this morning, I'm probably hanging out with, uh, I'll be hanging out with Kaylee's mom and her family. We always go there for breakfast. She cooks up this thing called spaghetti eggs, which is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, it is very interesting, but it's a, it's a tradition, something that she always makes every year. Um, so right now, probably just hanging out there, eating some spaghetti eggs. And that's really about it. We kind of just relax for the second half of Christmas Day. We don't really do much or hang out with family. A lot of that happens on... Now, you're you're from the Wausau area, and that's where your folks are now, correct? As of right now, yes. My parents recently downsized from their the original home that I grew up in into a smaller home, and right now they're renovating our cabin in Escanaba, which is where they will re- be retiring in in the next year or so. So right now they're just in some tiny home uh, for the time being. So we're going to be having um, our Christmas later this weekend in Green Bay. We're going to be hanging out with my grandfather and my grandmother, Molly. She recently passed this earlier this year in February, so it'll be the first Christmas kind of without her. So it'll be sort of a more sensitive, like sort of touching time um, than maybe the, the crazy party that usually holidays are with my family. So... As you think back about Christmas growing up kind of in the Wausau area and stuff, is there is there one Christmas memory? Is there some Christmas tradition that you remember your parents having, something that comes to mind? Yeah, a couple different things. So on Christmas Eve, we would always go to church. And then depending on the time that we would go, because it would, it, would dif- it would be different every year, um, we would always drive around different parts of neighborhoods of Wausau that we didn't live in and check out the Christmas lights. Because different neighborhoods in Wausau, people go pretty crazy with it. Like some people will actually like, uh, especially nowadays, have the radio dial with the light show synchronized to it. It's crazy. And people will like gather all around just to see this house light up. So we did, we did a lot of that. That always comes to mind, driving around and seeing people's houses. But other than that, Christmas story, 100%. Every time... I think it's TBS right. that does it. Or uh, TNT, or sometimes yeah. both, yeah. Yep, 7 p.m. Christmas Eve, we always watch it for the two hours, 7 to 9, and we're opening gifts, so we're not watching too intently, um, but every year we do that. We watch Christmas Story, and it's on for the other two hours. We'll watch bits and pieces of it throughout the you know Christmas Day itself or whatever, so we'll see it maybe I don't know, because I probably see that movie at least four or five times in, in pieces. <laughs> oh, you know, it, it's funny, because I will try to make a point of watching it from beginning to end once, but then it's kind of the same thing, and you're watching, like, little snippets of it all, and it, it's it's one of these classic movies. It, it just it just doesn't get old. It's so funny, because I'll, it, I'll, I've seen it so many times, and I still laugh at the same stupid jokes, and <laughs> when I'm watching it with Kaylee, she'll laugh at me 
laughing at, at the jokes, being like, "You are such a here such comes a Scott Farkas, or he's he's going to stick his tongue on that light pole." Like, yeah. how is this still funny to you? <laughs> All these just so, sort of silly, stupid jokes, and I'm like, I just I just love this. Is that your favorite Christmas movie? Oh yeah, by far. Yeah, I can't really think of anything that would come to mind first besides Christmas Story. It comes from that tradition, obviously, but also just the inside jokes that I have with like my brother and my dad and my other my other family of just watching. The quoting it uh, sometimes right. when we're hanging out together. So I fun. like uh, I, Chris, I I love Christmas Story, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the original with the young Natalie Wood. I like a lot, and um, on a different White Christmas, the musical. I, I just I just never get tired of that. Yeah, that was one that I watched uh, about a year or two ago that Kaylee and I watched together for the very first time because uh, neither of us had either seen it, and we loved it. But yeah, a, a terrific movie too. That's it. Um, I. I I don't say this enough, although I do say it occasionally. I just I, I don't want this program to end without me telling you how much I appreciate all that you do to help keep me on the air and make the show the success it's been over the last several years. So um, I appreciate it quite a bit. I appreciate you, and I wish you a very Merry Christmas and to your lovely soon-to-be bride and your family, and thanks for everything. And we're looking forward to a great 2020. Thank you, Jeff. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome back to the Jeff Wagner Christmas Special. Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, the Christmas Special would not be complete without having an opportunity to talk to the person that kind of influences my life on a daily basis. She feeds me. She dresses me. It is my lovely and charming (laughs) wife, Fran. Merry Christmas, sweetheart. Merry Christmas. Okay, let's talk a little bit. Now, for people who might not know, you are part, uh, you grew up as part of a very big family. I did. Seven girls, one boy. Six sisters. Six sisters. Your poor dad mm-hmm. must have been just completely outnumbered. No, you know what? He loved it. He really, really loved every bit of having those six daughters and, of course, his son. Your dad, interesting background, he was an FBI agent during the days of J. Edgar Hoover. Correct. Mm-hmm. And yes. so you, you grew up, you mean, you, you ended up in Milwaukee, but you lived all around the country. Well, Superior, Kansas City, and Milwaukee. He retired back in Milwaukee because he was went to Marquette Law School, like you did, and um, grew up in Milwaukee, but wanted to retire here. And then went on to work for Mayor Meyer. Right, as part of the Building Commission, right? He was, he was in uh, charge head of, of mm-hmm, head of the Building Commission. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> growing up, I mean, do you have particular Christmas memories about, I mean, your mom didn't work outside the home, but with eight kids, your mom worked. I mean, do you have oh, do you have any particular Christmas memories? We did. You're right. She did not work out of the home. And it, until we got older, we didn't appreciate it <laughs> until you have a family of your own. We think, how did she do this? And yes, every Christmas, we would, Christmas Eve, we would go to church all together and midnight mass, and then we would come home and open presents. And that was our Christmas, Santa had been there. And we all remember that. As a matter of fact, I just talked to one of my sisters today that was saying a couple of things like that. But we had, you know, you have eight kids. If we got two presents, we were happy. Two, three, not like what happens nowadays. But we had great Christmases, and we loved it, and we were family-oriented, and we had a good time. Now, you've kept that tradition going. So, I mean, it, it, Christmas Eve still... Yes. That, that's the big thing. As a matter of fact, that's that's what we do. But Christmas Eve mm-hmm. is when, with your two daughters, that's mm-hmm. that that's was always Christmas Eve. It was the special time, right? Absolutely. That's when I always had it. Christmas Day, we celebrated my kids. Um, Christmas Day by going to a movie 
and going out to eat because my mother was kind enough with our huge family uh, that she would have Christmas on the week before or the week after so that we could all be together. And it worked for all of our families. So all of our families got that one special day just with our families. Now, one of your duties around the holidays or one of the things that you took upon is yourself was you used to love to decorate the restaurants. I did. I did. But it was really kind of nice just to concentrate on our house this year. But, yes, I did love it. I'd spent days at it. I always remember when we first started seeing each other, the day after Thanksgiving out at, uh-huh. at Timmer's, was you, you just, you'd arrange for like an army of people to come in to mm-hmm. just decorate the place. Mm-hmm. I did. And it was always people that I knew, that I knew were, my sisters are so great. So my two sisters would help me, Christine and Maggie. They're, they, they gave us great ideas and everything else. And at River Lane was my kids would come in and help me decorate. And Candace. So we had a great time doing that, too. So this year, now you retired like December 15th of last year. So this was like the first year at our place that, you know, you weren't working and didn't have Mm -hmm. obligations. So um, you've really kind of planned the the Christmas decorations at the Wagner household. I did. It was so, (laughs) it was a lot more fun. I kept on going, buying things, but (laughs) it was fun. Because I could just concentrate on our house, yes. Now, some people don't put the Christmas tree up until Christmas Eve. That is not Fran Wagner. Oh, gosh, no. Mm -mm. You know, I like it up about two or three weeks ahead of time and then take it down on um, New Year's Eve. And there's no shortage of ornaments and decorations and things like that around the house. Well, your late wife had great taste and we we combined both of our Sue, we combined both of our ornaments and and your mom. We had a little bit of your mom in there. Um, we where tried did the to get I- everything. Where where did the idea? We we talked to my brother a little bit earlier, and we were talking about this 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 car, this pedal car oh, that I had so when, darling. Yeah. <laughs> that that I had as a kid, and I, I've never known what to do with it. You and your sister brought it up this year and kind of turned it into a a Christmas decoration in the den. It's adorable. Yes. It was down in the basement. We looked up online what to do, and Christine, who is an art therapist and obviously very good in the art industry, but she she said, let's do this, because she was in the basement looking for other stuff. You know, we always call our basement the the store. <laughs> yeah, because people come over and, and check out stuff all the time. And they can go home with things. So. <laughs> Now, we are taping this program in advance of Christmas morning, even though it ends, it mm-hmm. airs on Christmas morning. Let's let's talk about what's Christmas Eve going to look like for us. Well, it's now at Jenny's house. Once With I your, moved your oldest to Timmer's, um, I couldn't do that anymore. And so she took it and she won't give it back, <laughs> which is fine. She does a great job. And our whole family and, and your family. Um, right. Are all there, and we have, and then other people. Any, there's a lot of people. I think there's like fifty that usually, right? Don't you think? Mm-hmm. And we always have a good time, and then we celebrate that. And then Christmas Day is at our house with whoever wants to come. So well, we always been, just kind of do right. That. It's going to be kind of an open house. That's and what I, I. Whoever wants to, that's what we say, and and it really works. I think we had like thirty last year. I think there was about thirty people last. So year. So we'll be having we'll be having a bunch mm-hmm. of people over on Christmas mm-hmm. Day as well. So mm-hmm. it's it's a wonderful holiday, my darling. There's yeah, no question I about love it. Christmas. Yeah, it's me a good too. time of year to 
you love you you want to love everybody all year long but it's a nice holiday fran mm-hmm. my darling thank you for coming down and will you be a part of the show next year this wasn't that bad we'll was see it? how this turns out <laughs> <laughs> fair enough merry christmas sweetheart merry christmas <laughs> Welcome back. This is Jeff Wagner. You're listening to the Jeff Wagner Christmas Special on WTMJ. I want to take a minute and talk to you about Christmas and the meaning of Christmas. Obviously, we talk a lot about Christmas presents, and we talk about the things that we remember getting over the years, and we talk about the special foods that maybe our loved ones prepare. But let's not lose sight of the whole concept, though, of the Christmas spirit. Christmas is about giving. That, of course, is one of the things that has informed our Kids to Kids Christmas campaign. And I have always been blown away, absolutely amazed at the generosity of WTMJ listeners, not only at Christmas time, but all throughout the rest of the year. And we've seen that over and over again. I've always appreciated the opportunity that you have given me to come into your home into your car, into wherever you are, and and talk to you about things that are important to me and hopefully that are important to you. I've always enjoyed this, and I always like to say a very special thank you. I want to thank you for allowing me to be part of your holiday as well. I also want to thank you for not only listening today, but listening to the program five days a week, 52 weeks a year. And I've always been amazed at the generosity of WTMJ listeners, the caring of WTMJ listeners, the intensity of WTMJ listeners when it comes to things in the community. It has been my distinct honor and my distinct pleasure to talk to you about things that are important to you and important to me and things that affect our community. So thank you for the opportunity to do that. I hope we have the opportunity to chat together for a number of years moving forward. I used to end the program by saying this on a daily basis. I don't do that all the time, but I think it's certainly appropriate this Christmas Day. When it comes to your radio listening, I know you've got a lot of different choices, and I really do appreciate you spending the last hour and appreciate you spending the last 20 years with me. Have a very Merry Christmas. Have an extremely Happy New Year. This is Jeff Wagner. Merry Christmas to all.